Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. My what? name is Dr. Jason. I'm here with Dr. Chris, Coach Alex, and Alicia. How are we do look at that, man? Uh, Doctor Jason is uh, a little red face at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shirt. Uh, <laughs> doing the introduction. Uh, thank you, Doctor Jason. Uh, excited for this. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the seven crucial principles to staying fit without the gym. So we have gyms coming back soon. We want to make sure people are coming back safely. They're not mm. blowing themselves up, hurting mm. themselves. Mm. It's uh, fitness for life, right? Fitness for life, especially during this weird time point in our life. Uh, COVID and quarantine and all this stuff that's happening. But uh, Coach Alex, uh, this is your topic. Uh, Tell us about uh, principle number one. All right. Well, principle number one is uh, keep it simple. And that's kind of the entire theme of this uh, blog article thing. Mm. Uh, I wanted to simplify exercise and fitness for people who kind of might be intimidated by the whole process. Mm. Um, so I put it into seven like simple steps. The first one being keep it, keep it simple. Um, it's easy to get overwhelmed by the amount of uh, information coming at you from different directions. When you go to search for a fitness program, you're going to find a lot of different uh ideologies that mm. that people are going to try and push on you like you should be doing this and this and this and this and there if you go off of everything that you read on the internet you're going to be vastly overwhelmed so i say keep it simple um i mean pick one area and try and work on that um don't get caught up in the like uh information storm mm. uh See. So, like, what are you talking about? Um, like, doing more weights, doing cardio. Like, how how do we keep it simple? Are we talking about blocking things? Are we talking about four days a week? How, how do you? Let's keep it simple. So we go into this a little bit later in the articles, but basically, I just want some like I want our clients, I want people who are listening to find something that they can adhere to, find mm. something on the I internet. See. Or come to one of us to yeah. give you a, a, an outline to work off of. Yeah. Um, don't get too lost in the weeds. If you Google fitness plan, uh-huh. I'm sure you, you'll find a whole mess of them. Don't get caught up trying to find the absolute optimal one for massive gains. Yeah. Pick one that seems like you could do that. Uh, I pick, see. pick one that you can stick to. Yeah. If you're, uh, I talk about this later in the article, but if you don't get up at 5 a.m. Mm. seven days, six, Ooh, seven days a week, that's rough. What makes you think you're, you're gonna do it? Yeah, uh, for more than a couple of days. Yeah, I so, think that's hard. Keep um, it simple. Yeah, I think we've all tried some form of exercise that didn't align with with what you enjoy, and that's the hard part. I think that's. I see where you're going with this. So, if if you enjoy. Uh, weightlifting and you have a somebody shows you a running pre, uh, running plan and you don't enjoy running don't I mean you can try and do it but like make sure you're not going all out right and that's what you're saying keep it simple find something you enjoy I understand that okay cool so goes to number two 
make your exercise fun. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to hurt and burn <laughs> and be painful. Yeah, Chris just mentioned pick something you enjoy. Um, make your make your exercise fun. I truly believe that for you to for anyone to uh, continue exercising and make it a lifelong habit, it has to be enjoyable. Mm. If you dread getting up in the morning or going to the gym after work, then you might need to rethink your strategy. Mm. Uh, I look forward to my training. Mm. Uh, I look forward to running. Mm. I look forward to lifting. Mm. Those are the things that I, I look forward to swimming. I mm. can't wait until I can swim again. Uh, fun side fact, uh, Coach Alex is a swimmer. And he can do this weird armpit thing where he like slaps his hand against his armpit and makes this weird sound. Anyways, uh, random fact about Coach Alex. But uh, Coach Alex is an animal. We've seen him work out. We actually worked out as a team uh, recently, and uh, he's a great runner. He can. He's very steady. Uh, is is probably the best uh, word I would describe him as. Uh, and you're right. Uh, you enjoy all those things, so you kind of mix it up and you vary that. So. Uh, making their exercise enjoyable and fun. I know these are really fundamental things, but sometimes you lose sight of that as you get into a routine. You're trying to search for that next workout to get the best glutes or the biggest legs or you want to get better Olympic lifting. And um, sometimes it's really fundamental. I mean, it's really simple. It really should be that simple. But the challenge becomes when you get bored in that routine. Yeah. I don't, want, I, don't want to, I don't want to ruin everything here. Hold on, hold on. Sure. All right. <laughs> hold on. So number three, Alex, uh, what do you got for us? What's uh, the critical tip number three? Get creative. Uh, explore new styles of training. Um, that's one of the coolest things that I get to do is I get to introduce people to different styles, different mm. uh, ideals, like different plans that they can follow, uh, things that n you may have never thought of before, but mm -hmm. that I have done extensive research on. Yeah, yeah, um, correct. So like, That's correct. Little things like uh, sandbags. I'm a personal proponent of sandbags. Love those sandbags, man. Um, they're super easy to obtain. You could make one if you wanted to. Uh, they're pretty cheap on the internet. But the whole idea is that you take one piece of equipment and you're set. So mm. if you don't have the money to go buy a squat rack or mm -hmm. I don't know a treadmill I'm just gonna buy a sandbag mm. toss that around mm. if that's something you enjoy um, yeah. yeah I agree with that agree. but uh, in addition to the sandbag there's plenty of different like creative uh, methodologies that you can use while exercising a few would be like high intensity interval training not everybody has you know gotten into that basically where you're doing a lot of work really intensely mm -hmm. with a little bit of rest a lot of work, a little bit of rest. Mm. Um, and the idea is that you get a lot of work in mm. in a short amount of time sure. and you're done. Yeah. I um, like the more rest and less exercise. <laughs> That's more of my equation. <laughs> but no, I agree. And, and I'm going to go back to that sandbag because uh, I think as a resource thing, especially during COVID and the quarantine, resources are limited, right? So you're always trying to figure out what you can do to be creative um, and be able to have something as a resource. So Jason has a unique resource that was given to him by a client. Tell us about that and why that's so critical at a time like this. Oh, it's perfect. We had a client that came in. He has a 50-pound sandbag that he takes along with him to do some, uh, some sandbag carries, sandbag walks. So he was uh, gracious enough to come in with one made for myself. So I've been using that at home. I don't have access to a gym. I don't have a lot of a room or equipment so i've been using that to substitute the load so uh my legs are still nice and strong when i get back to olympic weightlifting sure. so yeah 
Yeah, so you can make your your equipment, right? I've seen people do like a gallon of like an old gallon of milk and just clean that out and add water to that. That's eight pounds. That's a dumbbell right there, right? So use your resources um, wherever you can. But um, yeah, no, explore new forms of training. You you brought up high intensity. All you're doing there is you're limiting rest and increasing work. Yes. That's kind of a really easy way to train at the moment without load. Yeah. And right now is an easy time to do that, which would be any form of a series of body movements. Right. And you just are working the whole time. That sounds miserable, Alex. One of the one of the coolest little circuits I like to do is I'll do uh yeah, tell Tabata. us. Okay. If what does that mean? If you don't know what Tabata is, it's eight rounds of 20 seconds of work followed by 10 seconds of rest. Oof. Tell which me. sounds crazy, and it is. Okay, so give me the movements. What, what would you throw in there? Um, personally, I, I like jump lunges. Um, Nasty. That's just a, a personal preference. Nasty. You've got squat. I, I really like doing uh, Tabata with a, like a plyometric movement. So jump okay. lunges, uh-huh. uh, jump squats. Uh-huh. Uh, all legs. Push-ups. Yeah. Yeah, all legs. Basically, yeah, I don't work out upper body. <laughs> if you ever work out with Coach Alex and you're a client of his, be ready. Your legs are going to be done. Uh, he, he will just make you work your whole lower body. Um, awesome. Okay, so get creative, get new styles of training. Number four, what do you got? Number four, find one weakness at a time and work on it. I think this is really important. all comes down to principle of specificity. Um, if you spend too much time working on different things, yes. you're distributing your work uh, too far and too wide. You're spreading yourself too thin, hmm. and you're probably not going to make the improvements that you want in the time frame that you want. So okay. 80-20 rule yep. is what I, what I put down. Love it. I'd say, Love it. you know, continue your, your routine, things that you're good at uh, for 80% of the time, and then devote 20% of your time to something that you're not good at. Look at and Coach Alex. Spe- especially important right now during COVID because uh, you have all, the, <laughs> I'm not going to say everybody, but sure. a lot of people have all the time in the world yeah. uh, to just work on one thing. Yeah. Hop out of bed and do 20 push-ups. And mm. then the next day, do 21 push-ups. Mm. Horrible. <laughs> I... <laughs> Horrible. I, and I will say, this Sunday, I worked on weaknesses, 20% of the, the session. I hate toes to bar. Everyone knows what oh. that is. You hang on a bar, and you try and bring your toes up to the bar. It is a horrible, it's, it's a horrible movement. Right? But gymnasts are outstanding at it. Right? They're just, it looks so beautiful. It's like a V. And... Um, I got frustrated, <laughs> but I still worked on them. You just do it, right? And and I agree. I think you have to work on the the weakness. And like a short torso, and, like <laughs> and long legs. legs. It makes it very tough. Yeah. So find one weakness and work on it. Jason, I've heard you have zero weaknesses. I've no, heard I have you're like plenty of weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy with no, zero weaknesses. No, no. So it's it's great because when all the coronavirus stuff started coming out, gym started closing. I wasn't able to Olympic weightlift. So mm. I asked Coach Alex to actually get me on a running program. Cool. I've been a horrible runner my whole life. I just not about it. But now it's something that I actually enjoy doing every every once in a while, occasionally. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Yeah. So, and I've, I've just felt much better, too. Just lungs and heart a little stronger. So, so you're finding one nice. weakness and you're working on it. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Uh, number five, Alex. What do you have? Set realistic goals and expectations. Big one. Um, 
I have fallen victim to this one for sure. Hmm. I get into a slump. I make a, I set this huge goal. <laughs> I'm going to get up. I'm going to go uh, do everything five days, six days a week. Yeah. I'm going to crush it. That happens for about a week. And then I miss <laughs> one and I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah, then you yourself set down. I go yeah. the next day, right? Yeah. I go the next day. I'm like, all right, I'm back on track. Everything's fine. Two days later, I miss another one. Boom, done. Yeah, it's a slippery. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my takeaway for this is you should start small. Set set a realistic goal for yourself, mm. um, and you can always add to that goal as you go along. Yeah. You you shouldn't set giant expectations because when you do, uh, depending on who you are, you're yeah. doomed to fail. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's important too that you feel good about the goal that you achieved, right? Yeah. Instead of feeling crushed by yes. not having. Right. Uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's that like negative reinforcement. Yep. It's, it's really easy when you fail so early on mm. to just be really discouraged about restarting and getting back into it. Yeah, and I'll even share because I, I, I'm with you on that. I had a um, for the month of May. I was trying to think of how I was going to start programming and getting back in a routine. And I think that I read a paper on something called the acute to chronic workload and really trying to establish what are good guidelines for people coming into, you know, the gym and working out after this, right? Some people have a baseline of zero again. Mm -hmm. Some people have a really basic baseline where they were very active before at five, six days a week, and now they dropped to two or three. So being able to ramp back up, I gave my personal kind of goal to not go high intensity more than three days. And the reason is because I knew I was going to be so sore from going too high intensity that it wouldn't allow me to train consistently for five days. But that's me. I know me. And I know if I go into a gym, I go high intensity, I'm going to burn myself out. But that one workout was amazing. But it's going to shut me down for the rest of the week, kind of like we did with Murph. Exactly. It was horrible. Yeah. And it shut me out for the week. I can't be doing that anymore because it takes forever to recover. So setting but realistic. As soon as massage comes back online. Oh, re- massage would be I, really. Great <laughs> uh, if you guys didn't hear, Alicia and I have had this fun, fun debate on how, when I'm going to jump on her table, and and the challenge becomes, I'm scared. What is the challenge? I'm scared, as my son says, Daddy, I'm scared. Uh, I'm scared the... because Alicia um, track, but... knows how to apply pressure. She's been doing this for a good amount of time, and she knows it. But the problem is, I'm scared of pressure. I don't like pressure. Well, you However, don't have to have pressure if you don't like it. See, the thing is, my massages, guys, are going to be like, they're like, a, how would I, like, for some people, we might call it fluff, right? Dr. Jason loves deep tissue, don't you? Yes, sir. You do. Yes, you same. want that pressure. I Ooh, I can't However, do it. Fluff massage for what you mm. determine. As but I want to get there. It's still going to help you. I want to get there. It's still going to help you. I'm scared and of that more first often layer. That you have massage and you realize yes. that this is just a little harder than last time. Yes. Well, and that, was, that actually felt good. You'll, you'll get used to it. You'll get used to that sensation <sighs> and then you'll like it. How about we start next week? You're All right, on, I'm accountable right now. On, on I'm accountable. Podcast. This happened on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I might have to like film this live of me just being tortured. <laughs> Uh, all right, so going on number six, uh, Coach Alex, what do you got? Number six, just keep swimming. What does that mean? Uh, you know, hit the pool. Uh, you're so biased. <laughs> no, this uh, is a biased blog it's a joke. <laughs> all right, no, keep swimming, just like uh, Dory, like um, Dory. 
<laughs> uh, it really just means just just keep moving forward. Um, like I said before, it can it can get really discouraging when you have a setback early on, mm. and you feel like, wow, I was so determined a few days ago, and here I am missing yeah. out on my third workout or For my sure. fifth. Um, so what I mean by that is just kind of take those those missed days with a, a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. If you happen to miss one, you might want to revisit your your training strategy like I said before maybe set a set a more realistic goal instead mm-hmm. of quitting outright um, start the next day first of all don't yeah. wait until the next Monday yeah. because that's a recipe yeah. for <laughs> here we go again right disaster yeah. Uh, yeah start the next day set a more realistic goal for uh, how many days a week or how many sessions you're doing yeah. and stick to it yeah I'm with you. I think that you're going to have setbacks all the time, right? It's just that life is just constantly challenging you. Uh, But at some point, you just got to take hold of it, create a schedule, stick to it. Yes, you're sore. Something's banged up. Find something else. Find an excuse to like keep going. Find another uh, exercise. Uh, You sprain an ankle, so do upper body. I don't care. You just got to get minutes of work done in in a day. So you're cumulative across a week has a realistic number. That's what it comes down to. Uh, I've learned more than ever now as um, as you age beyond 25, uh, Dr. Jason is feeling it now. He's getting you know more aches and pains, uh, back starts to hurt, all these little things. That's ultimate, it's only gonna get worse or harder, excuse me. So you just have to get smarter about your training. That's what it is. And you just persevere, keep pushing. Would you agree? Yeah, you can't max out every day. Why not? Just wrecks your body. Yeah, before 25, that's easy. You just keep doing that. (laughs) Alex is still living the dream right now, and uh, he doesn't even have to warm up or anything. The rest of us have to warm up for like an hour. It's funnier than 24. (laughs) 25. Um, All right, last one. Uh, Coach Alex, what do you got? Keep track of your progress. Ouch. Mm. Yeah, this Mm. is... uh, This is maybe more difficult than even, you know, sticking to it. Um, It takes a lot of motivation to get in the gym. Uh, but it it really only takes a couple seconds, maybe a minute to yep. to just write a note. Mm. What did I do today? Yeah, uh, three sets of ten, a mile on mm-hmm. the treadmill. Yep. Blah blah blah. Uh, the reason I say keep track of your progress is because you have no idea how much progress you've made mm. uh, until you look back on where you started. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliche, I but true. Personally, have a, an app. A program that I use and I can look back like four years at some of my numbers wow. and I wow. sometimes that's pretty cool I'm really excited at some of my numbers yep. disappointed by others yeah uh, but it gives me like it gives me an idea of where I'm at and personally I like the data side of it of like course you do the tracking and everything yep. but as more than anything it's a motivational tool to to look at yourself and, and gain confidence in what you've achieved mm. and where you're headed I think uh, can I get your guys' input right now too um, in terms of there, there's a lot of apps out there right and for you technology driven people and then the less technology driven uh, what apps do you love for just tracking right not necessarily like workouts and we'll have everybody kind of input this um, are there good apps that you love that maybe allow you to put input nutrition plus work a lot of times they're just work, like a, my fitness pal or something like that. 
does allows you to train to look at maybe track your workouts for the week and what you did but are there ones that which ones do you like that combine maybe allow you to track macros and work what do you guys got so i don't use one single app that tracks both um when i am like very concerned about my macros yes. or my, my nutrition. Uh-huh. I'll use my fitness pal, but I won't use my fitness pal for fitness. Um, ah. I don't track it on there. I sometimes, depending on what I'm doing, I'll track cardio type stuff like uh-huh. swimming, running on the Samsung app because I have a, yes. a watch. Mm. And then Android. my weight mm. training and, and conditioning stuff will go on my other app. Which one's the app that you use for fitness? My That is Train Heroic. All so right. I have a lot of programs on Train Heroic yep. that I've yep. used. I have all my maxes and benchmark workouts and stuff on nice. there. So nice. That has all my my like baseline stuff. That's what tells me where I've been. Where I'm yes. Yep. Uh, Alicia, do you use anything yeah. specific? You what know, do you have? I do, but I can't find it. I'm, I'm looking through my... Obviously, I haven't used it in a while, but it's really just <laughs> tracking nutrition yep. and only exercise for calories Nice. Um, just to try to stay on track, but I obviously haven't used it in a while. But you, you, know, you start to... Once you start using an app, you start getting a feel for yep. where you are, yep. gauging where you are right. without the app. So yep. that's actually I agree. exciting, I feel like. I agree. Jason? So I've had t- some experience with my fitness pal. I'm using that right now for macros and nutrients. Uh, Train Heroic, I love just because it, like Coach Alex mentioned, you use your benchmarks, weights, uh-huh. PRs, things like that. Yep. Um, I've also used, um, I mean, with my running, I've been using either Strava or Nike Run Club. Nice. It's kind of nice to see the metrics of that. Yep. And then I feel like for myself, I've gotten to a point training-wise where if I write it quickly down uh-huh. in, a, in a journal, I can have it kind of yeah. a good feel of it in my brain. Too. But either way, just like listing it so that way you have all of it uh, listed right. down That's on right. onto it. But um, you guys, uh, thank you for um, uh, tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. We'll, um, we'll uh, see you guys on the next episode. And uh, thank you to Coach Alex for uh, this awesome article. Uh, and uh, stay accountable. The thing basically I take away from this, stay accountable. Keep swimming. And be creative. That's it, right? That's it. All right, guys. Keep it simple and keep swimming, (laughs) you swimmers. (laughs) See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.